If you are not failing in something in your business right now, you're just stagnant. Everybody that is growing, scaling, is failing in something. So get to the bottom of what is the lesson that you need to learn and move along. Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, everyone. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her Show. Our mission is to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life. And we work really hard, right, Anjessa, to create that intimate global platform where we can support women moving the needle on their financial freedom journey. So excited about today's episode, I'm going to be talking about limiting beliefs and the four limiting beliefs that actually hold women back. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. So Andressa, as you know, right, this is a, this is a big topic, limiting beliefs. Interest rates are sky high in 2023, and buying a rental property means you could get stuck with an 8, 9, or 10% mortgage rate. But what about a 2.99% rate with rent to retirement? Rent to retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate with an average cash flow of over $900 per month. Plus, They've got options where you can put as little as 5% down with no PMI. As the nation's leading turnkey investment company, Rent to Retirement helps investors build headache-free, high-cash-flow rental portfolios. And since their properties are fully turnkey, newly built or renovated, leased and managed, anyone can invest, even those who aren't into landlording. So what are you waiting for? This 2.99% rate deal won't last long. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. It's not something we just walk around every day like, oh, what are my limiting beliefs? Should I have a salad or a sandwich for lunch? And what are my limiting beliefs, right? So this is a big one, though, for, for women. And I wanted to actually give you the definition of a limiting belief to, to remind everyone what it even is. So a limiting belief is a thought or an opinion that limits your potential or restricts your ability to achieve something. Mm. It's a belief system that is serving you in a negative way. And Andressa, you know, you and I, all the conversations we've had, right? A lot of these limiting beliefs come from so many different places, whether it's our family, whether it's our culture, whether it's people's opinions of us, right? Right. It's all kind of collected along the way. So we have to be really mindful and guard 
what limiting beliefs are coming up for us as we scale our businesses, as we invest in real estate, as we expand ourselves, right? I don't know what your, what your thoughts are on that before I jump into the, to the four that I think we've heard the most with all the women we work with. I think it starts with like, what the hell are you talking about? Right? I don't have limiting beliefs. After all the training, the work that I have done in my life, all my beliefs are abundance beliefs and powerful beliefs. But I think that depending independently on where you're at in your career, in your real estate journey, you're going to face limiting beliefs that you are not even aware of. So as especially if you're scaling, if you're building a team, if you are growing a company, if you're implementing systems and process, you have different problems and you're going to face different beliefs that were not as evident as it was before when you were a solopreneur trying to, you know, purchase your first property and figuring things out. So I think that as we look into those four most common limiting beliefs, many of them you're like, well, I don't know about that if I fit that or not. So the the point here is for you to observe, be curious about those limiting beliefs and then do some, some internal work. Okay. What does the, which one applies to me? Which one has nothing to do with me and what came up for, for you? So be open, right? Let's, let's put the limiting beliefs that you don't have limiting beliefs to the side for a second. And then let's, let's look at this closely. Yeah. And I, I just add to that before I jump in. Every time we are caused to grow, I think the limiting belief becomes more evident. Meaning if you're, if you're kind of staying where you are, you've had a certain number of properties, you're kind of keeping things as is in your life. Those limiting beliefs may not show up, but as soon as you step up or step into a new role or, um, you know, you're growing something that you've never done before, it's like, you know, that uncertainty, that, un- that uncomfortable stretching that we do as leaders, that's when I think the limiting beliefs, at least in my, my own experience, come up more for me. So I don't like, oh, I don't have any. And then <laughs> that's something causes me to grow, right? Then I'm like, ooh, that, that belief's coming up for me in that situation. All right, so let's jump in here. I'm gonna start with a real estate one. Um, I, need, I need a ton of money to invest in real estate, right? How many times on Justin do we hear that? Is one of the biggest challenges preventing women, even to scale my business, I need, you know, obviously everyone needs money, right? That That's <laughs> clear. But the limiting belief is where does this money need to come from? How you are able to be resourceful of the money and be a good steward of that money. And and I think, Andressa, you tell a story when you were looking at a deal that had more zeros. It causes us to say, who, what's my limiting belief here? You know, in terms of buying bigger properties, raising more money, uh, doing bigger deals. I think there's a lot there for for women as we grow and expand that might come up for us in our relationship with money, especially when it comes to growth. So um, I can just speak personally. For for me, um, I know that whenever whenever I'm looking at a property or a deal that is a little bit newer for us, maybe it has a little bit of a newness to it. So maybe it has a a business associated with it. Maybe it has a, a short term rental or, or a vacation rental. It's just a newer niche for me. It's not that I don't believe I can do it because I totally, I know I can and we, we are. But the limiting belief for me about the money part is protecting people's money in maybe a newer area, right? So I want to mitigate that risk. So I reframe it. Re- I reframe it. I, you know, 
And I, I reframe things as saying, you know, money is a vehicle to serve others. This project's going to be a win for everyone because of the resourcefulness that we have. And, and I kind of shift my belief in that, in that moment if I have it. So what comes up for you, uh, Andresa, for, for anything around money or some of the women that we've helped to around their relationship with it? What I hear a lot is that the the sense, either they're starting or they're taking their business to the next level, right? Yeah. But I, the majority of the solopreneur women that are, they have built, they have figured it out throughout this quote unquote first part of their lives. And right now they're like, is this it? Right? Do I need to continue using my money for this quote unquote second part of my life? Do I have to? Then they start questioning, right? Do I have to have money? Money, you do need to have money in order to invest. That's a given. But do I have to have it? Correct. That is the question mark that I believe many women are, are facing it right now to say, I don't have to have it. I bring to the table different types of experiences and different skill sets, different resources, and other people might bring the money because they don't have what I have. So it's it's a really like questioning, truly like questioning our ego because many times that's what's running the show, our ego. I want to do it with my money to prove it to myself, to my parents, to whomever, right? But what's the point? about that. And then, and then what? Right. So I think coming to Jesus meeting in just like, okay, what, what is behind this here and what is this serving me? Yeah, absolutely. Another one that we hear a lot about is that I don't trust people. Right. And this comes up for a lot of the women that, you know, are in our strive mentorship program that are doing deals. They're doing everything, right. They're solopreneurs are doing a lot, or I want to say everything, but they're doing the majority themselves, right? And when you really get to the root cause of why we're doing certain things, right? Why why you listening to this are doing certain things that are just not serving you anymore. You know you need to bring more people into the fold. What's the root cause of that, right? So what's really underneath all that is a limiting belief possibly that you don't trust people. And I don't know about you, Andres, all the work that we've done, it always comes back to some experience that we had, you know, along the way. And so how do you reframe that? How do you, we all know to grow a company and grow our portfolios, having a belief that you don't trust anyone isn't going to work, right? We all can agree to that. However, that's a, that's a big one for women, especially the women that we, we connect with on, on the day-to-day basis. So what can you reframe? What, what happened to cause that for you? And how can you reframe that? to move forward in a different way. One of the books that I'm listening to right now, what it's proposing is the following, right? So at some point in your life, somebody betrayed you and therefore you lost faith in humanity at, at all the human beings. So you always start with, okay, this person, why, why am I going to train this person to be my virtual assistant? She's going to probably leave or, or not be a good, uh, employee to to me or whatever that might might be right so what the person is requesting is that we put the belief aside for a second and then we try we hire we train and we fire and we hire again and you can pick up that belief if if that happens but 
let's put our belief about trusting people aside for a second. You're not giving up that belief, right? But you are going into hiring somebody not with that belief. You are going with the belief that you have trust, first of all, in yourself, in your ability to hire people. And if you don't, that's where you need to work on. And you're going to hire the right person that is going to take your business to the next level. And then if it fails, you can get that belief back. And then you put it aside again when you try to hire somebody else. But if you're going in with that belief, you're pretty much setting yourself up for failure because you're already setting the trap for yourself that all the signs that you're going to see will be signs for people that are going to betray you. So put aside, take a chance, and you're going to be facing different people with different experiences, and that's going to be changing little by little. It's like a healing process, to be quite honest. I'd also say, just as you're talking, I think the other piece that would really help uh, when you don't trust someone, I, I love what you're saying, I'd say, and the idea that what do you need to do? Like looking in the mirror, right? What do you need to do to in improve your communication, improve your enrollment, improve your leadership skills? So sometimes we just don't want to go down that path, right, Andressa? Because then that's going to take work to now communicate differently to that person. It's just easier if I do it myself. I don't think enough women are looking in the mirror saying, what can I do differently uh, in, in communicating and enrolling and, and managing and motivating and um, leading? You know, and that's the work that takes work and energy, right? So uh, that's just another another layer of that. The the third one I want to share is if I fail, I'm a failure. We've heard this a lot in our community. Some women, especially kind of attaching their worth to their buildings, their projects, money that's been lost. And that can really kill your spirit. That's just going to stop you from moving forward because there is no delineation of a failure and you. and so. There is a delineation, right, Andressa? There's a, an enormous delineation. Um, I know that the work that we've done with the women that, that we serve, right, that just because a failure happens, right, a mistake, money is lost, and a lot of money, doesn't mean you have to attach your value to that. And it's sometimes hard, especially if it's a big loss uh, for, some, for some women. But I think the key is to really look at inside yourself and say, okay, I'm not that failure, right? I'm, I'm more than that. I'm, I'm, I am success, but that is a failure. Those two are not mutually exclusive. I don't even know if failure exists, to be quite honest, though. What is a failure? Right. That's another way of looking at it. Absolutely. Oh, so I lost money. Well, what, what did I learn with that? What are the lessons that I can learn from that? And I think that, you know, if, if, if somebody's not failing on something, they're stagnant and they're not growing. So I'm going to repeat that. If you are not, if you are not failing, in something in your business right now, you're just stagnant. Everybody that is growing, scaling is failing in something in some areas is it their systems and process, team building, uh, finding new deals, managing the property managers, you name it. So just reframing that from like, okay, I am, I'm going to grow. They're going to have some growing pain situations that I'm going to have to face it. And I need to learn those lessons as quicker as possible. But if they are showing up over and over again in your life, guess what? You're not learning the lesson. So get to the bottom of what is the lesson that you need to learn 
and move along. And that's, that's pretty much it. I, I'm, I don't believe that failure really exists. I love that. I love that, right? Because it is about the learning. Because if you don't fail, you're not learning. It's as simple as that. Um, the last one I want to share too is around, it's, it goes like this. I'm not, and then you could fill in any word, thin, pretty, young, old, enough to be really successful. So often we, we stop ourselves and, and a lot of the, you know, women in our community will say, you know, in order to be really successful, I'm not, and then fill in the blank, whatever, whatever that blank is for you. And so many times I'll hear women say, you know, I'm, um, too old to do that. I'm too young to do that. I'm too inexperienced to do that. I don't know enough to do that. Right. And I would say there's examples. I, I, I heard this from, from a coach once, but there are examples of people and women who have succeeded with every single challenge in front of them, right? We all know them. And those are the examples that kind of propel us forward. Uh, you know, there's successful entrepreneurs as, as, a, as a nine-year-old. I was telling my son that today. He's like, I don't know if I can really, I think I'm too young to start a business, you know? And I said, you're not too young to start a business. And then there's, I'm going to show him examples of other nine-year-olds that are starting businesses. And then you hear it on the other end, right? I, I'm too old to learn a new trick. I'm too old to learn that new process. I'm just I'm just not technically oriented or I'm just not fill in the blank. And so we have to watch our language before we can reframe limiting beliefs. We really have to be very strong stewards of what we comes out of our mouths. I know I try to catch myself if I say something that, that, whoa, really? You become your words, you become your statements, you become what you say. So we have to be really good stewards of that. And, and, and if you hear someone else saying it in your accountability group, friend, catch them. Say, hey, that's not what you want more in your life. You're, you're not too young or you're not too old or you're not too busy, whatever that is for you. So I don't know what comes up there for you. And just for me, it's like the circle, right? Who Who is around my circle? And as we go grow older, uh, some people won't make the cut to the next level. Simple as that, right? I might hang out with some people once in a while, but I won't really connect with, with them in a different level, right? And I watch very, very closely who I put in front of my son because all the language, right? Even like food, what type of food, where we are going to eat, what restaurants we're, we're going to, to eat. My son wanted a pistachio cake for his birthday. And I was like, oh boy, buddy, I don't think all the kids are going to freaking like pistachio. Right. But I didn't force him chocolate or vanilla because guess what? He was exposed to pistachio and he loves it. And he's like, and I think all the kids need to try it, mom. And I was like, I get it. But, you know, let's go. Let's in, let's bring cupcakes <laughs> for the kids that are not there yet. Right. But that's all good there. I think that for, for me, it's more like, okay, what are we doing here? Who am I surrounding myself with? that I can support and can support me. And that's what the reality, it becomes the reality. That's what our reality is. So when people say, oh, this, this, this isn't happening. I was like, that's not my world. That's not my reality. I, I don't stand around people that complain. I just don't. I have like, I repel, right? Repel. I just yeah. don't. Right? Get away we from get, me into we get into like okay let's figure this out let's okay who do we know 
Who do yeah. we know? That's that's the question that we ask instead of like, okay, this is happening to me. It's just not my reality. So if I want you to really analyze your reality, what's going on around you, right? Who do you need to say goodbye to? That's a hard thing to do, but it's a necessary thing to do. I think that a lot of people don't want to do the work that is required for this new phase of their life. And that's what it comes down to. Right. So it doesn't matter if you're 20s, 30s, 40s or 50s. We hear the same thing. I am too, whatever, with the age, with the experience. So it doesn't really matter. But what really matters is, are you willing to do the work that it takes? And it's mind, body and soul, honey. Yeah. <laughs> right. All three. There's no other way around. It's mind, body and soul. It is all, all in sync. The work, it's all as, as, as a whole. So as you listen to to us here today, what came up for you? Go to our Facebook community group, share. As you watch this, this clip today, share on our social media, share on our Facebook group community, what came up for you and how can we support you further? Thanks so much for listening. Ciao. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.